We are on the air with Killing the Business Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, the king of New England, Sick Vic. Today, not only we have a birthday boy with us, but we have the only guest for the show that confirmed, that confirmed with me before I confirmed with them. I'm usually the ones like chasing people down, saying like, are we still on? Are we still on? Now, this guy chased me down, and that's mad respectful. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Alexander, Alexander Howery. How are you doing today, sir? Good. How are you doing, brother? Oh, I'm doing fine. Uh, the funny story I was going to mention to you, and I always tell people, expect the unexpected with this podcast. You know, I understand shit happens, and I just roll with it. I embrace the control chaos. I was doing one interview just about an hour ago, and because of Zoom difficulties of his end, it had to be audio. Okay. Middle of the um, show, I look over, and my son decided to play with his poop and smear it all <laughs> over his body and everything, and his hair. And, of course, I did not skip a beat. I did not go like, oh, my God, I got to stop for a second. I just was like, just stared at him like, oh, my fucking God. What the hell did you just do? <laughs> so it's like so when you say like you know you're ready to go i was like bleaching the area that he <laughs> shit in and, uh, oh my goodness kids are <laughs> kids are great aren't they yeah i got two daughters myself bro so i know how that is yeah so you've you enjoyed that fun before yeah it might just be a little boy thing but anyways how would you describe your career using one word Fantastic. Fantastic. Why would you use that word? Well, I had the best training around Akron, Ohio. My trainer is Rick Lieb out of Akron, Ohio. He's taught me so much in the nine years I've been in this business. So, and I just gain experience off of him and give it to other people that need my assistance. Tell us about your first wrestling match. Wow. Well, let me think on that one. My first wrestling match was in Barberton, Ohio for RAPW. I had a match with Marcus Knight, and I wasn't sure how that was going to go. And after the match was over and the bell rang, you know, he gave me his mad respect and, you know, me and him had our battles. We're still friends and stuff like that. We're actually pretty good friends. That's, he's taught me a lot. He's like my mentor now. So, How important is it for wrestling to not treat fans like morons? Like the WWE would like, you know, change storylines and say that that never happened. Like the fans are like are morons. How important is it not to do that? I should say it's very important. Storylines are more important than anything. You want to tell the story in the ring. You don't want to just script everything. That's how I was taught not to do is not the script. That's why why AEW is doing it. People like AEW more than WWE. Right, right. Doesn't do scripts or as much. Exactly. See, AEW right now is like the best product out there. WWE just went downhill, and I just stopped watching it years ago. 
And I just don't have no interest in it anymore. It's like, they're like killing the business. They're firing everybody and it's, it's not good. Not good. Now, so told us I should do a, a, the last event they had day one, do a day one review for the show. And at the time I was like, it depends how I feel that night. And when it was time to turn it on, it was like, I had no interest. It was just, I just not feeling it. So I, I don't care for it. And then watch it. Right. And from what I heard, it was a shit show. So I didn't miss anything, didn't miss much. Right. So what would make your character differ from the rest? What makes you a must-see? My character is different because Ruthless Alexander Crawley is just my personality. I don't have a gimmick. It's just me. I show the fans what I can do in the ring, outside the ring. Doesn't matter. I'm just ruthless. So if someone asked you, do you rather be a face or a heel, what would you say? I would probably go heel because I'm a better heel at that than I am a face. You just like the fans uh, like swearing at I you? Like the, I like the fans that hate me. That just gets my blood boiling and stuff like that. So I enjoy being a heel. I heard it's easier to be a heel than a face because a face you have to try to be light and a heel. It's like, you can just be yourself. They don't like you. Who cares? Right. You are correct on that one. What are you doing, poopy brain? This is the co-host of the show. Hello. <laughs> uh, might as well have him do something instead of like being a pain. Uh, it's climbing over me, so I just made him a co-host. Cheap work. Cheap help. <laughs> so what's the one important thing that you want to learn about the business, but you haven't learned yet, but you want to learn? Oh man, that's a that's a very tricky. Cause I've, I've learned it all. So I, I really don't know. I couldn't really answer that for you. It'd be nice if I had my new button. So, if, so you're saying that everything you've wanted to watch so far, you've learned? Yes. Is there, a, is there a certain promotion that you like to be caught up on if you had the opportunity like WWE and AEW both give you contracts same amount of money with a no cut clause to it I would probably go to AEW if they asked me I'm very interested in there oh they have none but good talent there I have not heard anything other than the recent big swole incident I've heard nothing bad about no not at all I like Darby Allen from AEW. He's a unique character. Yeah, he is. He is one of a kind character. I mean, like half dead, half alive persona. Right, right. It's hard to describe him other than he's, he's a really cool guy. Yeah, he's like a skateboarder type deal. But he's really good. I, in person, he's a really nice guy. Yeah, I never got to meet him yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe one day, right? Right, maybe. 
So are there, is, are there any like stipulations to matches that you would not work at all because it's too dangerous? Um, no. I like I work two steel cages. I work um, a time limit draw. I, I've worked a TLC match. I did a lot, but the one I probably wouldn't do would be like a Bob Wire match or nothing like that. None of the death defying stuff. Oh, you don't like the whole like death match that everyone's so involved with these days? No. It's like it's it's overrated to me. I've seen it in the past before I even got into wrestling and it's it nothing's changed. One of my good friends does that kind of matches and he actually almost died. So yeah, that's I'm surprised no one has actually died yet. Right. And with all the crap going on. So what do you wish you've known when you started wrestling that you know now? Huh. Let's see. I I don't know. I mean no great lessons that you learned throughout your journey? Well, kayfabe. I never break kayfabe. Never. See, some people have their strong opinions about breaking kayfabe or not. To me, it's just like if you want to, you can. If you don't, you don't. It's no like one of those like... Right. I, I agree on that. Like people just read into things too much and then they get all worked up on Twitter and it's just yeah it's the way that the world that we live in today I guess <laughs> you telling me <laughs> so what do you think professional wrestling needs to start doing right away and need to stop doing oh man See, I'm big about storylines. I would like to see more storylines leading up to like a big event for like the pay-per-view type stuff. And th everybody needs to stop scripting. I I don't like that. Why don't you like it, Jess? Not wrestling? That to me, if you script your match, it's not really wrestling. Yeah, kind of like a broad paintings match or something. That yeah, it's cool to look at, but it's not wrestling. Right. Yeah, it's it's I mean, funny. If I, have to, if I have to, I will. If the guy is new, but other than that, I don't like to script none of my matches. Oh no! Oh, guy stripping? Oh hell no! I wouldn't watch that. Watch that. Sorry, man. <laughs> I mean, uh, ugly dude or anything. Just I just busy that day. Sorry. So, man, those gauges. How, when did you get the gauges? Uh, I had the gauges for a long time. I just like to gauge my ears out, look different from the rest of the people. Is it a, it's such a long seizure to get them that big, like they say it is? No, it takes a couple weeks. Just a couple weeks. If you do it. No, it's. I'm too much of a wuss to have you gauges. I mean, I give you respect, man. Give me balls. Right. 
so what's some of your favorite memories in your career? My favorite memory is Marietta, Ohio. A couple years ago, I got to face Gregory Iron and Zach Gowan from WWE. Me and my tag partner at the time, uh, Glenn Chaney. That was that was my best match ever, I should say. That I had fun with. Why would you say that? And I was, Just, everything I was, was like working. I was working the crowd out there. I was a heel. And with Zach Gowan, he has a prosthetic leg. So I ripped it off and the fans just went nuts and booing me. And it was like some good memories to me for real. Cause I looked up to Zach Gowan when he was in WWE. Yeah. yeah. But he, he always had that character of whether he's a good guy or bad guy, you mess with that leg. Right there, you're a heel. Exactly. You throw a fireball at you and you duck and you just grab the leg, save your life. Still, you mess with the guy's leg. You're the bad guy. Right. <laughs> Isn't it funny how wrestling and life is? Yes, that's like. Oh funny. yeah. So, what are the top three promotions that you watch when you're not wrestling? I couldn't hear you. What did you say? What are the top three promotions that you watch when you're not wrestling? Um, AEW. Um, I skip WWE anymore. It's it's just I don't I don't like how it's ran, and that's all I watch really. WWE. I don't know what it just doesn't make sense to me anymore. It's just like it just went downhill. Oh, it went downhill big time. Just crashed. Yeah, and it's very, it's not the same either. No, nah, I mean, I miss the old WWE. I, I'll watch old school WWE. Oh, yeah, the best WWE was Attitude Era, so no one's ever going to get that back. All right, so since you heard the women edition, my son, and you met my son, he always comes up with five questions for these interviews that – very smart kid, two years old, thinking of wrestling questions that right. he wanted me to ask you. So you ready? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Name a wrestler who should be a who should have won a world championship by now, but hadn't. Jeez. Jeff Hardy. I thought he won a world title before, didn't he? No, he didn't get that world title from Undertaker. Actually, that was the ladder match that was like really, it was a good ladder match, yeah. but yeah. That was like a respect thing, and I respected that. So, which wrestler do you think should be, other than you, which wrestler do you think should be on everyone's radar in 2022? Everybody's radar, I would say Rick Lee and Marcus Knight. Is outstanding They're talent. Top tier. Top tier. They're really good. What's, what do you think is a more effective? The Cobra Clutch or the Sleeper Hold? I would go with the Sleeper Hold. Why would you say that? It's easy to put on. And if you 
wrap it so tight they just go to sleep. Yeah, it's like no, it's pretty basic. Just like just on chin around neck, uh, you got your chin, you squeeze, boom, you're done. No, like slipping a hand, like tying your shoes while you're. <laughs> name right. your name your top five favorite wrestlers of all time. Oh, Shawn Michaels, uh, Jeff Hardy, uh, CM Punk, Undertaker, and I'm gonna probably have to say Triple H. And the final question, which former WWE wrestler that is now in AEW that has had the most impact? I'm going to have to say CM Punk. CM Punk? Yeah, I would have to agree with that, too. Right, it's good to see CM Punk back on wrestling, though. Oh, yeah. I've been waiting for years on that one. So professional wrestling was not a thing. What would your job be? Huh, probably landscaping. I like the landscape. Especially summertime when it's not too hot. Exactly. Best way to be. So how, how after your career is done, 20, 25 years down the road, maybe less, maybe more, how would you like to be remembered? on how my style of work was like my uniqueness in the ring, how I was being treated and stuff like that in the ring. That's how I would want to be remembered, but I still got years to go yet. Oh yeah. I was talking about like, maybe you think 20 years is too overshooting it, undershooting it. Um, for me, I'm probably going to do another five to eight, maybe. Would you do something behind the scenes or whatever afterwards, or just be like done? No, I have I've, I have two daughters that need their dad and not in a wheelchair and stuff like that. So I think about them before anything. Yeah, it's the way to be. I mean, that's yeah. why I started this podcast. Hopefully, when my kids go to school, I'll make enough money off it so I don't have to like actually go out and find a job. I can just be a stay at home parent and shoot right. shooting the shit with awesome people like you. Oh yeah, definitely. Like what, like what better job is that other than being in the ring? Exactly. Who do you think is one of the greatest managers of all time? Paul Bear with no death right there. Paul Bear. I always wonder because every time I say that, someone would say like, you know, Jimmy Hart or Bobby the Brain Heenan, and I always wonder, what about Paul Bearer? He had the control of the Undertaker, and Undertaker's legendary and iconic. Why? I always wonder when no one has ever said him. It was his voice to me that got me into liking Paul Bearer and how he controlled the Undertaker and. You you had that excitement back in the day, you know, when they introduced Kane. I really thought that was his brother. Yeah, I did too. But then, then something happened, and it just didn't make sense anymore after that. Well, back then was the era attitude era, and with the attitude era going on, people didn't pay attention to the storylines as much. They just wanted to see. 
carnage and blood and the brawn paintings matches and all that crap. Which was right. just back in the day, it was cool. But I don't think it was surviving. Yeah, now. back in the day. I think today people will complain too much and the PC police will come around and all that fun. It's like XPW. Have you ever heard of XPW, Extreme Professional Wrestling? No, I haven't. They, they were big back when ECW was owned by, you know, Paul Heyman and Todd Gordon. It was like kind of like the competitor for ECW in the West Coast that was uh, owned by a hardcore porn director. Oh, wow. I mean, their matches were like bloody. They were disgusting. They were, the women, instead of bra painting matches, they had butt naked matches. Uh, they went like, oh, of course, before you saw a girl naked, the lights went out and some storyline happened. So that kind of sucked. But they went, but because of their extreme nature, they went out of business and they just came back and it's like half the show than it was now, back then. Right. It's like, yeah, it's some gore and stuff. It's not like it was before. It's like, what's the most messed up stipulation match you've ever wrestled in? I haven't had that chance yet. I've only been in a couple of big matches, but nothing that I didn't want to be in. So it wasn't like an Antonio Brown situation that you had to be a, uh, go in there. It's known as it hasn't come around yet. Right. Right. Yeah. But if the bottom line, the zeros are big enough, you'll definitely do it. Sure would. That's the way to be in this country these days. Oh, yeah. So um, what upcoming events do you have that you'd like to tell us about right now? Uh, December 8th in New Haven, West Virginia. I'm wrestling down there for Top Notch Wrestling Alliance. Me and a mystery opponent is versing the Pattersons. It's always about the Pattersons. And yeah, their brother and sister, they're pretty good. Don't get me wrong, but come this Saturday, they're going to know who Ruthless Alexander Crawley is and who my partner will be. Not, then we got. They're not one of those brother and sister combos that's like all like, <laughs> we're brother and sister. Hi, everyone. We're like the Brady Bunch. Yeah, it's fucking smack them around on the top for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're getting smacked around this Saturday. So then I got whether- February 26th in Akron, Ohio for RCW. That's my home promotion down there. Um, yeah, I got a big match coming up there with a tag match with uh, Joe Zuck versus Ice Collins and uh, Brennan Martell. So that should be good. I still want you to kick the brother-sister combo teeth in yeah those they're guys, overrated bro. Yeah, those, those guys just smack around a little bit give them a little warning but the brother and sister i hate those hi we're brother and sister I <laughs> disney if i don't watch disney i'll turn on disney plus i do not need that one in my wrestling exactly just, exactly but they ain't gonna like my opponent so or my partner sorry they ain't gonna they ain't gonna like him he's very very scary any hints he was on your show one time. I think I know who you're talking about, yeah. If it's the champ. Oh, yeah. 
Okay, I know who you're talking about. Man, great guy he is, but scares the shit out of me when he comes on. Oh, yeah, my kids are scared of him. <laughs> we did the Halloween special, Halloween special with him, and he said, I'm going to be in Gimmick. Okay, cool. Not thinking it was going to be Gimmick. Like, it was just like, uh, the whole time, like, yeah, so how would you describe your, yeah, never mind. <laughs> I just let him talk. <laughs> yeah. He's, He's a scary stuff. person. Uh, and he says in promo videos all the time. It's like, dude, it's, it's like, dude, it's like, it's absolutely beautiful how I can talk to you on the phone and you're like normal. And he flipped that switch. But, yeah. but dude, don't send me anything during the night. <laughs> Not in the night. <laughs> So where do you see your career in five years from now? In five years, I would like to be heavyweight champion within them couple of years. Would you, would, you ever, would you ever challenge the big man for it, or would you just wait till he drops it? I would challenge. I'm always about the challenge. See, that's the way to be. Miles Jacobs, who came on, said that he wouldn't challenge. You just wait for him to drop it. And I was like, that's yeah, not I know, I know Miles Jacobs. I was like, that, that's, I said, that's not a champion. You go after everybody if you're a champion. Exactly. And that's how I look at it. But people will be people. What can I say? I guess so. Just take your frustrations down the ring and beat up brother and sister. <laughs> yep. Saturday. I can't wait. So how can people find you on social media? Well, they can find me on Facebook under Ruthless Alexander Crawley. Um, they can find me on TikTok. Started my own TikTok just for my wrestling page only. Um, I used to have Twitter, but I just did away with Twitter. So basically Facebook. Yeah, TikTok is like everyone tries to be cool during TikTok when they're like in the 40s like me. But I can never get into. I have an account, but I can never get into it. Right, my kids got to show me how to work it sometimes because I don't even know how to work it. <laughs> yeah, I just. Yeah, I can't dance. I'm not funny, so I guess I'm not a TikToker. Yeah, I put my uh, matches on there and stuff like that, so you know other people can see what I do. So. So when are you gonna win some gold? Well, I'm in the hunt right now at RCW. I'm I'm going after the light heavyweight champion, Spike St. James. I've held gold in the past. I'm a two-time uh, cruiserweight champion, uh, two-time tag champion, four-time 24-7 champion, and soon-to-be third-time cruiserweight. But when you win that championship, you got to come back on and show it off. Yes, sir. I will. Show it off with the middle finger in the air. Like, yeah, fuck you, brother and sister. <laughs> right. Well, I appreciate you taking your time off your birthday to come on the show. Thank you very much. Not a problem, brother. No hey, problem. Any promos or anything like that you want to DM me, I'll, I'll post them and share them. All right. Respect like, that. Like, like, ask Schizo. He'll know that every fucked up thing he sends me i always share yeah he's a little <laughs> scary dude uh hey do you know any knowledge about his little friend patches 
No, I don't want to know. <laughs> you told me, I always tell people, and I always mean that anytime you, people want to come back on, especially you, just like you want to come back on, just run on my cage, say like, hey, I want to come back on, you know, it'll be done. Okay. But it's just, with Schizo, he takes that to heart and he accepts it like every time, like every couple months, like I won't come back on. I won't come back on. It's like, oh, fuck. Okay, that's great. <laughs> that's, that's, that's great. People get to me pissed because I hate clowns in general. Right. Well, I don't. I like ICP, so I like clowns. <laughs> well, ICP and juggles, I, that, that's different. I'm talking about a smiling, you know, you have blood, you know, on their face type clowns. Yeah. Yeah, but I appreciate you coming on. Thank you very much. Not a problem, bro. And we'll definitely keep in touch. And I'm gonna hold you to that. When you win gold, you get to hear from me. Uh, you will hear from me when I win that gold. All right, man. I can't wait. Happy birthday to you, sir. Thank you. Hey, you take care. You too. Bye. Bye.